listener, this is Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends recap romance novels while going down rabbit holes of swooning and giggles. This is the last week to support AAPI Women Lead by gifting yourself all of our bonus content on Patreon. We're doubling all new and increased pledges until Thursday, June 10th, so sign up to get over 100 bonus episodes, gifts, shoutouts, live hangouts, and so much more. That's patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast. You're supporting us and you're supporting AAPI Women Lead. And now we've got a super special episode. Hot genius Katie Robert is back to chat all about her newest release, Neon Gods, and recap The Mummy Returns with us. Here we go. Hello. Hello. Katie. Katie, you're here. Welcome. I feel like I like brainwashed you guys into letting me come back. <laughs> no. I, seriously, ever since I've been listening to this, I'm like, we're going to be friends. We're going to be friends. You guys just don't know it yet. And it feels so creepy on my end, but like, I'm really excited. <laughs> no, I need you to understand that this is the first time I'm meeting Katie, actually, weirdly, strangely. <gasps> oh, whoa. Right? It's true. Yeah, right? Yeah, face to face. And just understand that the fact that this does that doesn't seem weird to me, um, that it doesn't feel like I'm meeting you for the first time, means it's far creepier from my end. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, my kids like, oh, your friends, Aaron and Melody, like they don't do they even know who you are? I was like, shut up, they know, they know who I am. I I feel like I've, I've tried to <laughs> I've tried to tell you several times that the marriage contract changed my life, and I may have never gotten back into romance if it was not. Not it's for true. those O'Malley's. So maybe maybe tell your kids to fucking cool it a little bit. <laughs> Whether you're we're your friends. Yeah, totally. Also, you know my phone number. We're friends. I don't know what your are you phone talking number. About? Yes, you do. No, I've all we've all oh, well. we communicate through Jenny Nordback. <laughs> like, <laughs> I loved that conversation with Jenny. Because <laughs> Jenny was the was the reason that I sent you an email that said, please come on podcast. Please come on <laughs> in Muppet speak. Completely in Muppet speak. Whereas I'm over here trying to make friends with Katie by just sending her like novels mm-hmm. about the magicians and why she needs to watch every season. Like just completely unsolicited, <laughs> just long, like friendship ruining, just I can't stop myself level stuff. Rough. Honestly, it was really nice because I feel like I like osmosis, like a reason not to watch last season. And then you gave me reasons to watch it. I just I'm off 3D people right now. So eventually I'll circle back and like watch the last season. But <laughs> No worries. You're all anime all the time. Oh, all the time. All the time. Like, there's just like a distance there that allows me to like disassociate enough that I'm not stressed out when they do bad things. So totally. I get that. Yeah. 100%. I just sent you my phone number. You have it. (laughs) So Katie, this is a reunion of, you know, friendship and love just personally. But we do also have some business to take care of. Yes. And that is to talk about your absolutely show-stopping, fuck-up-my-life, <laughs> everything-in-the-world <laughs> new book that's coming out or came out probably by the time this comes out, and that is 
Neon Gods by Katie Roberts. Woo! Holy balls, Katie. Yeah, I, I think I might have leveled up with this one. And like, I didn't even think that was possible. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like every time I read one of your books and then I, I like, you know, Muppet speak at you about it or somebody else. I'm like, I think this is the best one. Ah, I don't really know. But oh my God. So good. Hades and Persephone have like broken me. For all other Hades and Persephone retellings. And that's the thing. There's so much Hades and Persephones in the world that you think that there's nowhere to go with it. But you did it. And then Katie Robert flings open the door. (laughs) Just Kool-Aid man's in to the Hades and Persephone world. (laughs) And it's over for me. It's over. So... Read it. I, uh, maybe you should tell people <laughs> about it, Katie. Do you want to say anything? Um, after I, mean, I just creepily. No, <laughs> that was like a ringing it? endorsement. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Hades Persephone contemporary, mostly. Like, there's some magical elements. We just don't really talk about it. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, he's a grump. She's a sunshine, but her sunshine's like weaponized, which is like my yeah. id list, apparently. And it's almost fake. Ooh. Yeah, it's like they all they have their masks that they wear, and and there's some like public sex stuff. And yeah, there. No. I mean, I don't know if you noticed that like it was kind of like the throne was maybe mildly inspired by like a court of like whatever the shit. A court of mist and schmurfer. That's the one. <laughs> and she clownfishes Look. on him so hard. There's even a slinky black dress involved one of the times. That's God true. damn it. It's true. Katie. <laughs> it's just this book was like an ode to a lot of things. I feel like it was just like, I love this and I love this and we're going to smush it together. So, uh, and it's, you know, Greek mythology. So it's like, I love my retellings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite things too. And one of the things that I really love about, I mean, you do it in every single one of your books, Wicked Villains and now here. Hello. Hello, everyone. We're in Neon Gods now. But there are so many nods to the original myths and like the original myths are certainly the framework but like then then you spin it and like I still don't you know like I don't know where the book is gonna go even though I know exactly where Hades and Persephone went all those millennia ago or whatever I'm just floored by you I just have the biggest crush on you (laughs) well the myths are so fun because they're like fairy tales and that you can just you could have 20 Hades and Persephone retellings and everybody has a little bit of a different angle on it. And that's mm. why I consume that particular myth like over and over and over again. My favorite yeah, yeah, yeah. one. And, yeah. you know, Greek mythology has a lot of fuckboys. So, like, I fully intend as the series progresses so to, many. like, justice for the people who got screwed over. Yes! And there's a lot of them. There's a lot yes! of them. <laughs> I love it. Actually, I have a tiny, a tiny, just a seed. You know, like the smallest seed to plant. Okay. And that is that I feel like Medusa needs some justice. So I, justice for Medusa. And that's a hard one to do, but I just, you know, seeds. I had I had originally planned on a thing with her, but we'll see what happens because we'll we'll see what happens. Cause like right now the theoretical series is like nine books long, which is really long. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> hopefully the books sell so that we can like work that out. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I mean I I will tell a Medusa story at some point, even if it's not connected with a series, just because I totally love Medusa and yeah. just, um, yeah, she deserved better. <laughs> I feel like, Perseus. yeah, it has to be an even 10 series. I mean, if you, I mean, if you're doing nine, do 10, make it around. No, number. totally. Don't understand. 
Or, or you know what? It just go to twelve Medusa to launch a whole different series. You know, like I would be okay with that too. You know, just new series is. You know, I I don't, <laughs> I don't mind going into every single Katie Robert universe. <laughs> well, I I almost like maybe. W- I don't know. We'll see what happens because Medusa, like the actual parano- paranormal element of that, is so great mm-hmm. to me. And like, I don't. I'm sure you've seen the art of like Medusa and the blind like woman that like oh, yeah. makes me feel things. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> God knows it'll go on the list. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I have this print. It's so good. It's Medusa like holding a crying woman, and they're both like comforting each other. Because I mean, one of the things I love about Medusa is just that. I mean, she's speaking the... of Medusa, I have the like <laughs> the yes. It's the statue with her with Percy's head. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. You know, that's oh how that should end. It's, so <laughs> it's so good. All right. Well, I I also I couldn't help but notice Hades's boastful floor. Yes. Yay! As soon as Melody got to that part, she sent me a screenshot and was like, "Look, look, look." <laughs> I couldn't help it. Like, it just, like, the first line came out, and I was like, oh, we're running with it, because that episode, like, cracked me up, and, like, and made me buy the book. I still haven't read it, but it made me buy the book, but, like, that, just the boastful floors is so funny, and just, like, their <laughs> banter was just ridiculous, and it just, it just made sense. His, he's very boastful about his floors. He's worried about it. <laughs> it was. He just needs her to not bleed on them. Yes. Can she please? No blood on the just boastful stop. floors. On the hardwood. <laughs> Just like in Bully, they could. Was it hair dye that they were not supposed to get? They, weren't they like dyeing oh, hair no. when they were talking about it the was hair dye floors? or bleach? Yeah. One of those things. They were doing something to a hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's very silly. All right. And we're also, I think we should get to the main thing, and that is continuing our very, very popular journey. Yes. With Katie Roberts. <laughs> Through the Mummy series. <laughs> <laughs> did you know, Katie, did, I don't know if Melody told you this, when we re-released the, your, you guys' Mummy episode this last, like, two weeks ago, it got more downloads than it did the first time. I think because of this, like, Brendan Fraser renaissance, we had, like, yeah. an extreme number of downloads that day. Yeah. Like, far <laughs> more than the first time around, which is nuts. It's so funny to me. I love it. Brendan Fraser. Like, I love it. He just brings that extra something yes. <laughs> he's perfect and this was the movie where he like broke his back and his knees and like this is the movie where he got all those freaking injuries which sucks wait this one yes mummy returns yes he was thrown around a lot oh, in this movie shit. yeah and like I mean, a lot of people got yeah. injured in this movie the rock really? also got injured for those like 15 seconds of film time he got heat stroke he got injured <laughs> oh this was a it's bad because he production. was a baby actor. He didn't have the call out to be like, no, I won't do this thing. He's like, yes, I'll walk through the desert. It'll be fine. Yeah, that there was, was no thing. I'll be in my trailer for The Rock at this point. So <laughs> according to I don't the trivia, like Evie, well, Rachel Vice's contract was far more like you will not put her in danger. You will not do she will not do this list of things. And they took advantage yeah. of everybody else's contract. And she was like the one person that didn't get hurt on this set. Oh my god! Oh no! That's so upsetting. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's a great movie. Let's just not talk about that. I'm sorry. I did that. No, <laughs> no. Actually, it's funny that you say that The Rock was really new to this because one of my first notes is, "Whoa, big ancient fight!" 
The Rock loses, and his defeated look back is very pre-acting class. Yes! yes. <laughs> very Wesley. <laughs> yes. Honestly, like, look, watching back through, I was like, I was very surprised that they didn't do the eyebrow thing, like, from the WWF. Like, they yeah. animated like, at the did- end. Like, there is a time <gasps> where that scorpion, scorpion does like, computer-generated rock does, like, an eyebrow situation. That that computer generator. They, they <laughs> spent all the CGI budget on literally everything else in the movie, and just <laughs> they should have just put Ooh, him in a rough. suit, like a scorpion suit. Like that would have been they better. They should have <laughs> a robot scorpion suit. Yeah. It would have been fine. I would take it. <laughs> yeah, he does a lot of like wrestling um, mannerisms too. Like the, when when his like power gets like jolted into or out of him, and oh, he's yeah. like doing one of these like with his body. <laughs> it's very wrestler. It's very like uh-huh. somebody is like punching you when you're making the like jolt. <laughs> very rough. Anyway, it's true. I mean, also talk about Rock's Renaissance. The Rock, his whole journey. He looks he's grown exactly so the same now. And this was 20 years ago. I know. He's, he might be he's more now. muscly. That's yes. about it. I know. Like, and yeah, yeah, he still glistens. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, so, does he. I don't know why I feel the need to tell the plot. Um, because it is very confusing. <laughs> no, it, we need to. <laughs> he is, he is a, a scorpion king. And he did try to take over the world. And then um, he did this lose. This is like 3,000 he, he also makes yes. real bad deals. Like, didn't yeah. think that through. Like, yes. I'm going to conquer no. the world, and then the deal ends. No ruling. <laughs> right. Or or if you're going to do it. So he loses, and then his, his army dies one by one in the desert of of um, Just roaming thirstiness. through the desert. Yeah, <laughs> and then um, he's the only one alive. And then he's like. I think now's the time where I'm going to make my deal to sell my soul to Anubis when I'm just so that on I can my conquer onesie. the world. Yeah, you're right, Katie. It's like as soon as he conquers the world, then it's like, okay, done. Soul gone. Like, literally, away. They don't even leave the city. The city like falls and it's yes. like, oh, you're done now. <laughs> no <laughs> chance yep. to like eat grapes on a lounge or like no. do the yeah. ladies. Like nothing. There's Poof. not a palm frond in sight. Nope. Yeah. Making him cooler. Oof. I can't even believe it. He does accessorize very well. Everything's scorpion. Like <laughs> he, he he's got a theme oh. and he he sticks to it and it is He commits. <laughs> yeah. For serious. He yeah. commits to that scorpion motif. <laughs> <if you will. laughs> it's true because I was like, oh the bracelet. And then like he turned and it's like a chess piece too. And I was like, oh, alright. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then this is the last time you see The Rock for the whole Oh movie. yeah. Never the again, The Rock. Yeah. He was Meanwhile, like top build. The, like, the rock acting debut. Yeah. Honestly though, probably for the best. Like, like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's not current day rock. It's it's WWF. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't even WWE at that point, I don't think. <gasps> was it? Like, it was <laughs> the wild world wild time back then. Yeah. <laughs> when they were a federation. Federation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. how did you guys feel about when he does make that deal? Um, and the way that, like, instead of doing a pinky swear and you kiss your or, your or um, just a fist, flat out kiss, that would have been fine too. Yeah, or a kiss. <laughs> he does bite the head off of a scorpion. That's oh, the way yeah, he, he does match that, that scorpion. And how did he know to do that? Like the scorpion, he he's know? like, I will make the deal to the skies, and then the scorpion <laughs> just comes out of the the uh, sand and he just munches it, and then he takes a big old honking bite out of what it. What if that was the wrong thing? <laughs> Yeah, you right? Know? 
I mean, it's... What if he was supposed to eat the claws or something? <laughs> oh, no. Have, like, a crab leg of a scorpion. Who knows? What were you going to Anyway, say, he me? just trusted his instincts. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, it, you know, he just stuck with his theme. He's like, scorpion, scorpion, we're going to just... Um, but yeah, and then, like, the oasis just pops up, like, much more oh, yeah. oasis than he needed. But you know what? Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Again, That's he could have made this deal while his army was still alive, and he could have <laughs> saved that army. But then he wouldn't have needed Anubis's badass doghead soldiers. True. He does get to fight with dogheads. And, like, I don't hate it. <laughs> you know, if I had a choice, I think I might go with the dogheads. Fuck all you humans. Give me dogheads. I mean, like, you know how I, I, my monster <laughs> romance, like, I, I, it would not be. It's not a hard no. It's a convinced me. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> also, that Anubis was built. Like, did you see? <laughs> yes. I know I it's dog note. from the neck up, but from the neck down, <laughs> it seemed pretty yeah. built. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> it's true. So they conquer the world, the, the city. I don't know. They conquer a place. And then there's this hilarious CGI, like, flame and then fade into sand mm-hmm, situation mm-hmm. where he does do that WW Federation. That's what, that's what I was. To, to, yeah, that's yeah. the part. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and now it's normal times. Now it's, it's now times. 1920 EV. It's 5,000 years times. later, right? It was 5,000 yeah, years? Exactly. Yeah. It's around there, years. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can math sometimes. Well, I, I did not math, they, but they said it in the movie. Otherwise, I would have been like, well, sometime later, question mark. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Mummy Returns has added the element of a precocious child. Ugh, hate which, it. Which <laughs> love. did not approve of. He's right. like, but he's kidnapped for most of it, so I was fine with it because it did not yeah. rain on Rick and Evie's parade. That's yeah. why I yeah. liked it. And really, Jonathan was like a perpetual babysitter, so they could like make out and do whatever they wanted. Every to do. time, every, like danger, danger, make out. Uh huh. Yeah, it's true. Not only is he a perpetual babysitter, though, he's also a perpetual child. <laughs> Fair. And like that Wait, works for me too. He comes through when it counts. It's true. He, he's securing the financial future for the O'Connell, whatever their last line. Last. Yeah, yeah, it's like we're not going to get out of this broken or broke. We're <laughs> Can I tell you some trivia about the precocious child that I just read? Yes. Anything. This actor who played the precocious child was cast in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone in an unknown, unknown role. No, no, no. He did not appear. He decided to do the Mummy Returns instead because he was the biggest mummy fan on the face of this earth. Knew every single line of the mummy, had seen it over 50 times by the time they filmed, and it was only like a year later that they filmed. And they credited him in the credits as a consultant on like um, historical continuity from the first film because every time somebody needed to know what somebody wore or what somebody said or where something was in the first film, they asked that little kid. He was like a mummy super fan. He was like, fuck, I want to do the mummy returns. (gasps) Living the dream, honestly. (laughs) No regrets. (laughs) Thank you for that trivia. I needed it. That is so cute. I extra approve of this child, but mostly because he was kidnapped the majority of the time. Because <laughs> he's just, I mean, I, it's like a kid, you're making bad kid choice. I just, it's like a kid in a romance novel. It's like, all right, just, just get them to the side. Like, I don't need yeah, to yeah, see yeah. them, like, with yeah. the parents, let the parents do the smooching. Yeah, the smooching. Do the banging yeah. is what <laughs> I banging. <laughs> okay. So they're in a, they're in a, time. Yeah, they're in a pyramid. There's Temple. a 
tunnels. It's, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, tomb. Desecrating a tomb, tomb. as Rick says. Yes, they <laughs> yes, are. They're yeah. desecrating he's a tomb. Very enthusiastically desecrating a tomb. Mm-hmm. And then um, he's like looking around and he's pointing his gun at things because he hears a, a rustle and a, and a footsteps and stuff. And he then, the child jumps out and scares him and he does almost shoot his son in the face. You know, <laughs> which like, I also didn't hate. The, the, the third movie doesn't exist as far as I'm concerned, but Same. if it did exist, I now forgive early 20s child for being a little dickwad because like he experiences a lot of trauma and like his parents love him but they are pretty yeah. neglectful like yeah, so yeah they are making the out every time he gets kidnapped which is really <laughs> rough <look>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's they're always true. like go wait over there while we do the thing you get out yeah go be alone in the lobby of the tomb right yeah, i'm sure they want to do the tomb. <laughs> wait in the tomb lobby yes <laughs> So they go into like the serious tomb times and um, they they go into this place that's filled with scorpions, which I or scarabs, which I hated. Mm-hmm. Of course, I always hate the scarabs. Is, those are the big beetle boys, right? Yeah. The, oh, yeah. The, the flesh eating beetle boys. Yeah. Shush is what they are. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and then um, she keeps on. She had this dream a while ago that she references. And she's like, I feel like I've been here before. Evie says. <laughs> and he's like, no one's been here in 5,000 years. So and they just, banter, yeah, they just banter really sexy. You know, they have these conversations <sighs> all the time where she's like, we're going to do this wild thing. And he's like, okay. like <laughs> Here I go. Yeah, yeah, so she's going to open up. This won't end badly. Right. She's going to open up the sacred thing that's like, don't open me. And he's Again. like, yeah. let's not. And yeah. he's like, remember when it was like, no harm can be done from reading a book. And like, remember that mummy. Right. And we had to save the world. And she's like, no, it's fine. It's just a box. And he's like, I want to be on the record here of being the one that doesn't want to open the box. And then she does. Yeah. And then that lets out the the new mummy, the new mummy times. Yeah, the newest of the mummies. It's when got, like, she's a, like having like visions to like how to unlock stuff and how yeah. to like yes. the combination and like, you know, I didn't hate it. Like there's, there's some retconning going on in this back movie, in but like I'm fine with it. Yes. <laughs> big retconning is happening but i i let it i allowed it you you know know. so when they open up the thing it does have that special bracelet from mr scorpion and it says inside whoever does open up this thing is going to drink the water of the nile and then and then boy do they start drinking that water of the nile and did you know that drinking the water of the nile killed most egyptians in in the time of the times did you know that? No, no, yeah, I didn't know that. Well, look who's smart today. Look at these <laughs> these history facts. Because people in Egypt, in ancient Egypt, were drinking all that sandy water all the time from the Nile and mm-hmm. like other other you know, but sandy. It was all sandy, and, and it wore down their teeth so much that then they get exposed no. tooth nerves and Whoa, they get um um sorry 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 okay. they get infections in their teeth that would lead to heart disease and also infections that that killed people. Most of those mummies died from tooth illness because they got their teeth eroded by the by that sand. Oh my god! So I was thinking, if you drink the water of the Nile, you're going to die, but slow. Yo, yeah, slow. And it's and this booby trap said no quick. No, this one was like, no, we got to do this quicker. This is only a two and a half hour movie, so um, (laughs) which is a long movie for like the time. (laughs) I was like, I thought I had you know more time, but no, it's two and a half hours. (laughs) 
Oh, but also in the lobby. Yes. There are bandits. Bad. There. Bad boys. And they're, the, the kid is- Making bad kid choices. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's, he's giving up his position instead of just shutting the fuck up, kid. Yeah. Don't, don't shoot projectiles at them. They can track the projectiles. This is oh, Rick's anyway. kid. It, that that is true, and Evie's kid, honestly, and Evie's kid. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she has even less like, like and Jonathan's breaks. nephew, and yeah. it does seem yeah. that Jonathan is raising this child. It's true. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. So they catch so him. They're, and they're like, getting flooded. Yeah. Right. right. And the kid is up in a rafter or a scaffolding, and he's trying to run away from bandits. And then as the bandits are leaving, because they can feel you know the rumbling of the the incoming Nile. And so they fuck off and they kick over the scaffolding and that creates this like pillar, pillar, everything's falling down domino effect. Just like in the first movie with Evie and the bookshelves. Like, yes! Yes! <gasps> Call yes! back. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah! I didn't even notice that. They had domino bookshelves and now domino pillars. Incredible. What a... This movie is like a- the mummy one except bigger budget and like slightly more homoerotic like it's, yes. there's a lot of like homoerotic fight scenes in this movie and i am yes. I'm really <laughs> and i loved every single one of them see i don't feel like this one is more homoerotic than the first one you do well because there's there's Ardeth and, there's more and pairings what's his of, face yeah, more pairings. there's a the, like shrugging off and the shirtless and the sword oh, fight fight okay, and then okay. evie and anoxuna moon like mostly oh, naked yeah. doing the sword the yeah <laughs> oh yeah, yes, yes. Okay, all right. And all then right. Rick carry and on, that mummy. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. There's more pairings of homoeroticism. Yeah. It's good shit. <laughs> oh hey HBs. I don't know if you've heard, but we have a Patreon. For as little as five dollars a month, you get over a hundred and fifty bonus episodes, most of which include Aaron, videos of regular episodes, author hangouts, and so much more. Do you want to hear Aaron and I recap every single episode of Crash Landing on You? What about a little film called Psycho Stripper? Do you want more recaps of ridiculous Thanksgiving and other holiday books and movies? And how do you feel about Naima Simone and I recapping amazing reality TV? All of that and more is on the Patreon. There's so much content at your fingertips as soon as you sign up. Seriously, hours and hours. Anyway, it's patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast if you want to check it out. And of course, that link is in the show notes. Keep being a badass. Okay, so they're getting nailed to death. Yeah. And they're at a, a little grate thing in the ceiling. I didn't know mummies made grates. Ancient Egyptians, I mean. But that's fine. <laughs> we don't ask questions. So they're, they're taking their last breath and then the pillar, the last pillar, schmooshes down onto the wall. Crash, bang, the, the wall's gone. And they're saved because it does drain that water enough to give them some oxygen. And I love that he had, as they like swoosh in from the water, he's got his <laughs> arm around her. Cause he's just, mm-hmm. you know, he's got his Evie. God, I love them. Oh, <laughs> forever. And I love that the kid thinks he's going to get in trouble, even though he literally just saved his parents' lives. Yes. Yeah. Good work, kid. <laughs> so then we clip to the bad guys and they're mining for a, a thing in the city they of the dead. They have a big budget for this. They're digging up something. Yes. Yeah. And it is that lady who is the mummy's girlfriend from the first movie. 
And she's looks exactly like her. Part of it. How did they do that? I don't know. It's not the same actress. It's not. It's not. I did not look this up. (laughs) I'm gonna Google it it right now. That seems like something you Google it while I while I talk about other things. However, yeah, they're Google. They do get that book of Googling, right? They're digging and the book of the life. They have both books. (laughs) They have. And then they got that that juicy corpse back out, right? Yeah, like didn't they get him out of amber or something ridiculous? Yeah. I think they Jurassic Parked him. Yeah, because like he fell right? in the bo- first movie, he fell into the river of the thing and the thing. Like, yeah, I was like, does that not exist? It doesn't matter. I don't care. But yeah, they. I found thought him. he went straight to the underworld, but apparently they just ambered him up and put him in the desert somewhere. Melody, this right? is the same actress. I don't know what you're smoking. <laughs> <laughs> now, they, you know what? They did look uncannily alike. What? <laughs> she also plays Marta from Arrested Development. What? Put it in your brain. Yes. Whoa. Right? That's her. I love huh. it. Anyways, so then like the Beetle Boys, they come up and they eat a bunch of the people and they've got those two books and they do have the juicy mummy now. And now they find out that the that the bracelet did go to London. So now they're like to London. Cuz they sent they sent the people to follow yeah. like to retrieve the bracelet which originally I was like how did they know about this bracelet that nobody's written about like Evie has her dreams but apparently fake Anaxuna Moon is also having dreams. So yes. they you That's know it's a right. nice nice like arc that they have together. <laughs> yes. That's true. Yeah. Okay, so now the happy couple is home. Yes. And they're like, kids, shut up for a little while. We have to go upstairs and make out. Go in the living room. Literally didn't even unpack. Immediately making out. Didn't. <laughs> they're talking about how she could be the curator of a museum of some kind. And the kid, yeah. who is precocious, opens who is up Evie? the cursed chest, which they just left open in the... And they didn't even say, like, don't touch the cursed mummy Or take the key. All they had to do was take the key. key. They just left the key next to the thing. Like, it's practically an invitation. Even though they know this is their kid, they love opening shit. This family loves opening cursed (laughs) shit. It's true. (laughs) They want to open everything. He puts on the scorpion bracelet... And it's like it's like a projector, and it shows him a yeah. bunch of movies, yeah. and he's like flying over pyramids. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's in a virtual reality yeah. goggle system, the, but ancient times ones. And Evie and Rick are just making out on the balcony, like literally ten feet above him. They should have noticed that something was going on, but nope, nope, they mm-hmm. are smooching. Yeah, yeah, it's irresponsible. Yeah. But they did notice that that was not her knickers hanging from like the wardrobe thing. <sighs> Can, yes. I just love that it wasn't like those aren't my knickers. Who is she? It was like those aren't my knickers. Where's Jonathan? Jonathan? Where's Jonathan? <laughs> I loved that. So good. And Jonathan does come out with his arm around his his latest lady, and that is when we get a big attack. It's fighty times. I do love though that the bad guys didn't just murder up the lady. They're just like get out of here, lady, and like shut the door in her face. Like, like call me. Yeah. That was he's really got his mummy of them. scepter. But he just brings everywhere with him to, like, get chicks. No like- explanation. It's just <laughs> there, and it's vital, Im- vitally important to the plot and, like, necessary. But, like, Jonathan just yeah. has it. <laughs> like- yeah. He takes it to the bars to get women, which is nuts. I mean, it obviously works. <laughs> like- yeah. But also, I mean, like, you know, dudes take puppies to the park. Dudes will will borrow babies to take to the park to pick up chicks. 
this is a tried and true method. You know, you need some bait, apparently. Unless I, I mean it's like, a baby or a puppy, because it's just a gold That's what stick. I would say. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like it would work less good than, than a baby or a puppy. But I don't know. It's not nice. I mean, she does say, but... like, I'm not, I'm only, or I, whatever, I'm only, basically says, I'm only here for your money. Thumbs up. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Very rich. And she's like, yeah. what do you think I'm doing here? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's attack time. And they're like, Jonathan, tell us where the things are. Tell us where the bracelet is. And he has absolutely no idea what he's talking about because obviously he wasn't on the journey. He does try to bullshit like pretty effectively, but they're just like, oh, yeah, no, we're going to murder you up anyways. It's fine. But then Rick comes in and and it's fine. His timing is impeccable. (laughs) Always. Listen, hey, these fight. There are a lot of fight scenes. I'm talking to both of you right now. There are a lot of fight scenes that are really long and really boring and we do not need to talk about them and this is one of them <laughs> but can we but can we talk about two things in this not not the upstairs one but the downstairs downstairs one always uh, Evie yeah. suddenly knows how to sword fight without oh yeah that was important yes yeah. um and then our death sexy Ardeth man shows up. shows up like you know probably could have put a stop to this with his giant magi army but no it's fine oh uh, get again but no and then him he's and, got, he's got and the new stress, bad guy i wrote down his name lachna they have a very homo. They, they have a history. They do the hottest fight, and they just they fight, and there's a lot of like intensity on both sides. And like, look, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm just saying, it was there was interest. <laughs> I I loved Please. it. I'm sorry, invitation, and I'm, I'm so, so happy sorry. that it came back. I was sitting there during the movie, being like, "This has got to come back, right? Like, it has to." And then it does later on, and it made me the happiest. Because I think, like, at some point, they do get shirtless this time, right? He, yeah, he, he shrugs off the cloak all like, papa. Like, here's my, yeah, like, he titties. Like, <laughs> like oh, yeah, he does. It's, you know, you know, it's, I mean, that no, guy, that guy's shit. not a great guy. He definitely does want to kill a kid. But, like, also. Eh. Oh, that guy. But also, like, yeah. a little bit justice for Lachna on that account. Like, <laughs> that if, I, so if I had to. It was real yeah. annoying. A little bit of justice for Lachna on this one. Although he was fairly, like, rabid about it. You know, yeah, like, I'm going to chop off that kid's arm. It. Let's do it. I'm like, yeah. sir. Like, like, it wasn't, it, it, he was, even before the kid got annoying, it seemed like he yeah. was psyched to do it. Like, he yeah. enjoys yeah. killing kids and would especially enjoy killing this one. Yeah. Listen, yeah. friends, anytime there's a fight scene, my whole face just glazes over. So to the extent that there <laughs> is like a homoerotic moment where somebody shrugs off a thing and goes, Papa, I'm going to miss it unless okay. it's after the fight scene. And I'm sorry. Um, that's what we're here for. That's right. Thank you. Katie and I have got you. So yeah. at the end of this thing, Evie gets kidnapped. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And she gets chloroformed in the back of a truck as the truck speeds away. And then they've got the chest. But... And the kid, little do they know, shows them that the that the he has the bracelet, and he's like the main bad dude, head bad dude, is the curator of the British Museum, and Ardeth is like, should we? Can that be true? And it, Rick says he spends more time at the British Museum than he does at home. So like, yes, neglectful he parenting. Knows. <laughs> <laughs> what? You just leave him at the museum. And yes. also, the 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 bracelet won't come off. It's stuck on his hand for seven Forever. days. Until they have like seven days. Oh, wait, they don't know that yet. Never mind. Yeah, but the bracelet won't come off. <laughs> yeah, it won't come off. Um, my favorite part of this this interaction, though, is that Ardeth says something like, you put the bracelet on like, yeah, you are you have single-handedly started the end of the world. And then um, Rick looks at Ardeth and he goes, you, lighten up. 
And then he looks at the kid and he's like, you, big trouble. And then he looks at Jonathan and he goes, you, get in the car. And I was like, Rick, you efficient, efficient man. Get in my pants. Somebody explain to me tattoo times. Because, um, Artie... Two times. Retcon, retcon. Artith didn't notice that he had a tattoo on his wrist the whole first movie, that they were like all sorts of like up close and personal, and then suddenly is like, oh, by the way, you're a a thing. You're an important thing because you're tattoo. Right. He did have a thing over it. That's true. Yeah, no, but still, but my exact note is how did he not see it when they made out all the time in the last movie? Because they had to have, (laughs) right? Like they had to have. It definitely happened when he, like before he was with Evie, you know? Um, uh-huh. I'm sure of it. Listen, okay. So he says, so Ardeth sees the tattoo and says a secret, special secret phrase. I'm a wanderer from the east and blah, blah, blah. And then Rick says it back. Rick does whatever Rick says what like, you're supposed to do. But I'm a wanderer from the west. And then they have their secret code. And then Ardeth is like, <laughs> well, your tattoo means stuff. And he's like, no, this just slapped on me when I was an orphan in Cairo. And then it's like, but okay, but like, the, but you did know the secret pass. Why did you say that passwords? thing then, you weirdo? And, and also of all <laughs> the things that you've seen so far, this is where you're going to draw the line of like, nope, right? my tattoo can't mean a single thing. Nope. <laughs> like, come on, Rick. Like your kid just told you in the special tomb that he did see a thing with the tattoo on it. Well, he wasn't listening though. He was just trying to get him out of there so he could go smooth his wife <gasps> some more. Like, yeah, I mean, true. fair. <laughs> you gotta desecrate tombs and make out with your wife. Rick yep. has priorities. All right? I was and also not- doing a little bit of yada yada yadding until I could see him make out with his wife. So I, fair enough. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's true. Okay, so now they resurrect Emotep. Yeah, they the do guys. awaken that mummy. They he has they do a they returned. do a sexy ceremony, and Evie is bound up in a way that I found very intriguing. Didn't hate it. <laughs> it, it, was, it was definitely for aesthetic purposes not for proper binding purposes they were definitely like we're gonna sacrifice you but you're gonna look good while we do it yeah but the idea that she's just loose hot. just hands and and ankles and then they just kind of <laughs> dump her into a fire where she could definitely like scramble away in any direction uh-huh. right very very strange <laughs> yeah yeah and- okay and then we find out Anaxinamun goes up to that juicy corpse and she's like, I am Anaxinamun reincarnated. And I, apparently I'm also the same actress. And then <laughs> and, they, and then he tells her that he's like, you're Anaxinamun in body, but yeah. I will at some point resurrect your soul and put that old soul in you. And my question is, where what happens in the new soul? Frankly, honestly, considering the events that happened afterwards, he probably should have kept that lady because she right? was she was not so freaking weak and mm-hmm. and selfish. Yeah. But also like he has eyes this time, like from the get go, yeah. which is a, a cho- oh, and a tongue apparently because he could talk. So that was and interesting. Make out and make and out. Make out. <laughs> That happens. I don't know yeah, what, but it happens. Why didn't he give Evie the sexy, like, vision quest, like, thing yeah. where they're, like, they're, like, back in the past and he's sexy when they make out. Instead, he's just made out with her with his dead mouth. Like, yeah. in the first movie. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, you're really right about that. That would have been nice. I, w- I would have enjoyed watching that more. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> would have been, like, ooh, at the end of it. Like, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Okay, so now they do a big fight. Everybody jump, comes in. Jump over. Time. All still impeccable timing. Jumps through yes. the fire to save his wife. Yeah. He says great lines like, not these guys again. 
and oh, I hate mummies. Stuff like that. <laughs> Stuff that you want to watch Brendan Fraser say and isn't cheesy yes. at all. Because and he also uses ten bullets when one bullet would do. Classic Brendan Fraser. Yes, always. So then they get out of that area, and then they're on like a bus. They get they get to a bus. Yeah, J- Jonathan I- breaks the key off in his Rolls Royce or something, and then instead of like getting a regular ass car, he goes and they get a double decker bus in order for everyone to flee. Which like you can't ask too many questions about why there was a double decker bus just like hanging out. I feel like they just wanted to give you the true London experience, uh-huh. like double decker bus. We're gonna go over the bridge. We're gonna like London it up. This is when I realized they were back in London because I thought they had gone back to Egypt again, and I was like, "Where they find a fucking bus in Egypt?" And then I, I then I realized that that's not the well, case. Well, a double decker one, but also have, that that big reg- double yeah. red boy bus. The Jonathan blames that idea on a. 10 year old kid when he realizes it was a stupid idea he was like it was his idea it's like no that's not a great look to just blame kids for dumb ideas don't do that i mean that's (sighs) jonathan (laughs) that's jonathan in a nutshell really that's like that's his whole thing okay so now there are these money mummy henchmen coming after him they've got sides Mm -hmm. they are unstoppable and unkillable yes and they do shoot them anyway yes and so they're doing a big fight. It's all a big fight. And then at the end, Alex gets kidnapped. Child is now kidnapped. Yes. This, yeah, because, well, because his parents were smooching and he was awkward. So he was like, I'm going to put some distance between us. And offer, like, and then just jumped in like the door and grabbed him and took off. Yes. Yep. May, like, I, have, I have a couple notes about this fight scene. <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm After into I it, but you're a hypocrite. <laughs> the notes that I have are the new mummies that are back in action. Unlike the l- the last time mummies, they defy gravity. They can walk on ceilings and sides. Yeah, wall, they don't just wall. jump really high. They do. They did. Yeah, they yeah, were they, scampering they across the walls. It was that. nuts. Mm-hmm. Also, they make the same noises as the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park, which was strange for me. <laughs> did you notice that they're no, like no but now next now. time i watch it are I they like like what yeah. do they do also how is rick at this stage in his life and it takes him 25 minutes to load a shotgun like what the fuck was right? that That's how is like, he surviving? like it was nuts when stop firing all willy-nilly line up your shots what are you like you're, you. this is not your first rodeo my dude it's like literally shooting from the hip sometimes it's like yeah. stop it yeah. Uh, he, anyway, he, and, and then and, and spoiler alert: they don't hit a goddamn thing. Did you the see though? Time. I've watched this movie so many times, and this is the first time I noticed that when the mummies come first, initially chasing them, they like drop kick two dudes like into a building as they are running down the street. I was like, no, I, I did. I've never noticed that before, and I was the like, mummy. oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Imagine that guy's day. Just like oh, yeah. coming home from a nightcap or like, a, you know, just just like walking down the street and a fucking mummy jumps out and drives <laughs> you into building and then runs off. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. A gravity defying spider mummy. Yes. Does that to you. But it's also bad I day. wanted to highlight this make out when the child does get kidnapped. When, yes. So the danger is gone, oh. and then Evie does one of these like come hithers. Yes. Like yeah, she's all she hopped up on that adrenaline. Finger. She's like make out. <laughs> It's good. It's a hot. Also, uh, this is vaguely why I don't know. Whatever, <laughs> right, Connie? Um, back when it when Please, she, Evie first sees 
fake on next student. Her name's Mila. I looked it up because I was like, Mila. what is this oh. woman's name? Yeah. Um, she immediately recognizes her as an Oxuna Moon, like on site. And so mm-hmm. that well, they do look uncannily alike. Well, but how know? would she have known? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, did, <laughs> didn't she see an Oxuna Moon when she was reincarnated in the last mummy? Mummy, but she was still a mummy, wasn't she? Oh, maybe. So, but like, it's oh, like maybe. it's all these hints to like they. There's like this whole yeah. arc that her mm-hmm. and like Anaxuna Moon like do together like the romantic arcs of both main couples that like yeah so it starts there because then the you know the rick and the mummy have their moment too in that like fight scene where it's like you and it's like you yeah <laughs> it's good stuff okay but now this is the moment where anaxuna moon kisses that corpse yeah and she, she goes in into it Listen, if I had the vision, if I if my brain was screwed up and I had the vision that he gave to her of sexy Emotep making out with me, I would have gone for it, too. Because, like, in her brain parts, that's what's happening. She doesn't know that she's frenching up a disgusting mummy corpse. I feel like she knew. Does that vision apply to, like, textures, though? Yes. (gasps) You know, we're going to see smells. Oh, God. Smells, too. (laughs) Textures and smells. Juices. Tastes. Juices. Tastes. There was a big taster up in there. I just assumed it applied for everything. Yeah. It just roses and lilies in his mouth. Really? I mean, I feel like that that works. Because, like, later on when they share the vision thing, Evie's, like, hanging out of the air thing and, like, still experiencing the, like, That's of true. the vision. So mm-hmm. That's true. It checks out. I think, that, I think you're Does right. it apply to the aftertaste, I guess, is my next question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when, when, when the, vision the vision stops, expires, that's a rude uh, awakening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've got juices on you. She's that's a rough. She wants that power. She likes, <laughs> she's, she's like, got her man back, even though he's not super, you know. Yeah, like, who is this bitch? Like, who, like, what is her wants and, and needs in the world? Like, who, who is Mila? That's what I want to know. Who told her that she was a Noxuna Moon reincarnated? Is I it think the she was having visions, too. They make okay. a sort of, like, a throwaway reference. Because I was like, I have questions. I have questions on how they keep yeah. finding things that aren't supposed to exist. But, you know, visions. Woo. But was yeah, she yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. A, like, a modern business lady in Cairo? Just, like... <laughs> living her life and then one day she got this vision and she was like oh i have to go to the city of the dead and mine for death beetles and stuff <laughs> or you know like was she just like a lady or did she like come out of the sand you know at some point no you know what i'm she, saying she took off that pantsuit and she said to the world i am liberated <laughs> because she if she's said. like a lady that just sprang out of the sand like two weeks ago and it's like I'm Mila. I'm I'm reincarnated. <laughs> then I feel a little better about this mummy makeout situation and the you know the soul nabbing. But if she had like a whole life, if her sister's like, man, Mila hasn't called me in like three weeks. What's going yeah. on? It's a little sad for me. That's all. Yeah, yeah. The soul nabbing is like you can't look at it too hard. But I mean, I guess it's, <laughs> it's but it's on point. Like he just makes bad choices in love. Like he should have yeah. like rolled the dice with the new lady who's obviously it's very true. invested. And exactly. not just using him to get out of her relationship with the pharaoh. He could have gone back to Cairo with her and been a businessman, and they could have lived happily ever yeah. after. Yeah. He could have donned a pantsuit. Yeah. You know? That's the problem with everybody. They want to conquer the whole world. And it's right. like, just, you know, tone it down. And with those with those sweet powers, he could have, like, been, they could have been wildly rich in their, like, yeah. little corner. Completely. Yeah. Completely. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> so Rick and Evie figure out they've got to go to the places that the kid did see with his bracelet 
thing and they've got to intercept them because when they get to the place, then they'll get a new vision of the next place to go. Because they, they they're on a timeline. They have seven days before the Scorpion King rises. And when the Scorpion King rises, somebody either has to kill him or he'll like unleash, unleash Anubis's army. And if you kill the Scorpion King, then you get control of Anubis's army and you can either like conquer the world or like send them back to hell or like whatever Egyptian hell right. is. Um, they right. keep saying hell and I'm like, I don't know, that's not accurate. But yeah, that feels very <laughs> Judeo-Christian. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. So they're like, well, we have to, and, you know, get our kid and then also not let the mummy man become, like, kill the Scorpion King and take mm-hmm. over the world with the dog people. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, Those dog heads. Um, that child is on a train with mm-hmm. all the bad guys to include the one who wants to kill him, who is named yeah. something. Uh, Lachna. Lachna. Yeah, and Lachna would prefer to maim him severely first. Totally. And then kill him. I have to say, though, if I was kidnapped, I'd probably be equally annoying as this kid. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Same. Are we there yet? And I'm like, oh, shut up. (laughs) So, then he escapes through the toilet? Not yet. This is the time where there's like a big train fight. I don't even remember who's involved. We're doing a train montage. But, but, yeah, like. They, he does see that mummy. It does make him very scared. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. So he goes and he has an audience with the mummy. Yes. And the mummy is like, hey, bro, uh, don't run away from me because if I don't get you into that pyramid in seven days, that bracelet eats you. Mm-hmm. So like, chill out and, and hang out, you know? And I honestly loved like the mummy kid interactions because he was just so like, meh, kid. Like it was just yeah. so like nonchalant. And the yeah, kid was kind of really like cute. meh money, but yeah. you know, like this child actor is very meh about most things, to include the death of his mother. So Aaron, ooh, he I mean, has seen a lot, very subdued okay. reactions to things. <laughs> He's seen a lot. Okay, so now they get those thieves back, those bandits from the before. They get them, and they're like, "We need you to go get the box of the mummy." eateries the woo box like <laughs> yes yes with all the things that opens the mummy restaurant of your body sure. and they're like okay i guess i could do that for you so they do go get it and they come back and then they trick them into opening the box so that the mummy can make that body restaurant out of them yes and very quickly i appreciated how quickly they went from like gross mummy to hot mummy in this movie they, yes. they knew yes. their audience Yes, they did. Thank you. They did. Thank you. They made him hot immediately. Yeah, I think they great. recognized that like a lot of people went to this movie for The Rock, and he only was in about fifteen <laughs> seconds. <laughs> they, needed, they, needed they were to like, make "We got to throw him people. a bone." Yeah. Yes. <laughs> is what we got to do. Yes. Okay. So now Rick goes and he gets a dirigible friend, a friend <sighs> named Izzy. Who- Izzy has a dirigible. And he gets shot a lot. Every time he hangs out with Rick, he gets shot. Every time. And, and so he, he says like, Rick, great things wanna... like, shave my head, wax my legs, and use me as a surfboard. Did we do that in, like, <laughs> wherever the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what is your the nature of your relationship with Izzy, uh-huh. Rick? I would like to know more. I, I would like that prequel, please. Yeah. Where and when did if you guys could. go surfing? Like, when was surfing invented? Was it in Egypt, which I, is, like, no water? Aaron, Place. it was bedroom surfing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I feel silly. <laughs> have they made that porno? I feel like they had to have, right? They, ha- they, have, they have got to. They've made a porno of everything. You could throw yeah. a scenario and it's like, oh yeah, that exists. Okay. Right. So they're flying in their sky boat in the nighttime. 
That's and, right. Um, Rick and Evie have a very tender moment about how their son has been kidnapped, and they oh, really yeah. do want him back. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, tell me everything, Katie. Please. Again, we got, I got distracted with like the the drop kicking mummies. But when Rick, when he like chases his kid, like who's initially like kidnapped and like oh is gosh. watching him, he tears up, and like there are tears in that man's eyes, and like I'm like, you're a real action hero, Brendan Fraser. Oh, really? he is like real he man, is. just crying because your kid's gone, and like that's a normal human reaction. Yes. <laughs> yes. So absolutely. Oh, there's no toxic masculinity on Rick or Brendan Fraser. Mm-mm. That's. That's one of the things that makes them both just dreamboats. Oh boy. It's July, folks. That means new Bonkers Book Club selections. And let me tell you, our cup runneth over. First, there's a historical smorgasbord. You get the entire box set of Nicola Davidson's Surrey SFS series. If you're not familiar, that stands for Sexual Freedom Society. This box set includes five ridiculously spicy historicals with a variety of gender pairings and trios and so much more that makes my heart sing. Then Jenny and Katie are offering up one of their all-time favorites, Brutal Prince by Sophie Lark. That's the mafia book where the heroine accidentally sets the hero's house on fire and then makes sure her mouth is full of strawberries because she knows he's extremely allergic. Best wedding kiss ever, right? And then we decided to do a little bonus. We wanted to see if audiobooks are something you'd like as part of book club. And Kay Lorraine and Meg Ann have a series called The Mate Games you get to listen to book one, Obsession. It's a paranormal reverse harem that's done with duet narration. And the cast of narrators is insanely good. So Joybringers have tons to look forward to. If you want to join, check out our website. The link is in the show notes. Diego, California. This multi-day retreat is a book lover's dream come true. Join some of the world's most celebrated authors of historical romance coming together for an intimate gathering that gives every guest a chance to mingle and play. Come as you are or dress in your favorite era. Enjoy historical foods, games, and music while surrounded by the glamour of a hotel that was once only enjoyed by the elite. Head to historicalromanceretreat.com and secure your spot today. So they're doing this big comfort on each other in the dirigible. So they do use their child's kidnapping as a catalyst to make out in yes. a way that I really supported. Yeah. It's like, we'll get our yeah. son back. Smooch. <laughs> I just, Smooches. seeing the interior of this skyboat machine was very yes. strange to me. I don't <laughs> understand. I didn't. Listen, I get it. I'll hand wave it. It's fine. But like. The the, was great. the part that did make the hot air into the balloon times was like mm-hmm. not really centered on the thing. And then the steering was like a ship steering thing, but it didn't really seem to be connected to anything. I was just very <laughs> concerned. <laughs> the propulsion of like, like definitely would have like ripped that little boat right off that yes. balloon thing too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's mummy physics though. So <sighs> we're fine. That's true. 
All right. So now the kid escapes from the train in the toilet. Yes. Yeah. He pulls that toilet off the wall. Oh, Amotep, big sexy. They smooch. They smooch in real time. Like, not mummy smooch. Oh, Amotep in uh. Yes, that's what's, what's happening right now. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes, yes. Anoxin Moon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Well, okay, but also I need to take a tiny issue with the Mummy Returns because this kid does do a tiny escape, but then he runs into the destination they were going to. <laughs> and that is so rude. Like, that train was stopping anyway. And, like, <laughs> Mummy Returns, that's mean. <laughs> it's a mean thing to do to a child. And I loved it. And he Every gets shot at, it. which is unfortunate. And Motep's like, no, no shooting. And, like, straight up murders two people because yeah. they were shooting at a, the child they needed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now we have the vision where Emotep shows Mila the vision of the, like, not quite tits out night fight, but like mm, very but like nearly all, tits out. Night I mean, most. there were there were bonds out knife like knife fight or oh, yeah. whatever the prong I'm, things are. I'm gonna let you ladies take this one away. <laughs> Listen, it was so they were just intense eye contact. There was oh. like, oh, put your mask on. We don't want to mess up your pretty face. And then Ooh. like flippy stuff that was solely for like the spectator flippy views. Stuff. I'm down with it. And Imhotep and the dad like, were watching, and Imhotep's like real oh. stressed out, like real oh, stressed out. Dad's just like, because proud dad. <laughs> no, Emotep is stressed out because he cannot hide his boner in that loincloth. And he has got the biggest boner right now. And like, that would stress out any priest, Katie. Okay. That's true. That's true. Um, and then, but also, okay, but I got to talk about this fight a teeny tiny bit because yeah. there are some crouches that really do great things for some, for some busts and for some other parts of the There's body. There's just a lot they're, of they're literal heaving bosoms. Like <laughs> literal heaving bosoms. The gams are on display in a way that is just magical. And then there's the cling clang swish swash. And at the times. end, there's the spear at the throat with the crouchy on top of her. And I'm like, oh, like <laughs> yeah. It was a little, oh yeah. Like, there is that spirit of the throat. Is she going to penetrate her? Right? You know. And then like a heated like low exchange and like there there was a lot of i mean it's a little weird that it was like the father's like girlfriend and this daughter but like we don't have to think about that too hard it's fine it's fine yeah they're at the same age they they are yeah so what we find out at the end of this the whole point of this i have two things to say about this fight that have no bisexual energy but i needed everybody to get everything else out first oh the first one is okay okay (laughs) I'm with you. But at yep. one point, uh, the the uh, uh, Moon is that right? Yeah, throws her two knives with one hand, and it hits the penises of two. Maybe it did have bisexual energy. Yeah, it hit the penises <laughs> of two statues. Did you guys see that? Yes. Yeah. It was nuts and weird. N- nobody and commented it. on it. She's got a lot of rage. Like she, she. I think that's just a normal day for Anaxamoon. <laughs> 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 and then also, I read in the the trivia. That the the Evie past princess character is named Nefertiri. Nefertiti. Nefertiti. No, no, it's, Nefertiri? it's not Nefertiti. Oh, it is- it's oh. Nefertiri. It was supposed to be Nefertiti, as in the actual Egyptian queen yeah. or princess, but they changed it because they were worried about people making titty jokes. <laughs> no, that's real. <laughs> oh my god! Because it had to be said a lot in the subtitles, and they're like, we don't even want to invite this. <laughs> that's real. <laughs> That's 
They were worried about titty jokes in particular. Yes. There are tree goblins later. Yes. And they're worried about titty jokes. Well, like the idea that they're worried about titty jokes and then one of one of these characters throws two knives into the penises of two statues and that's like <laughs> and that's like fine. Good job. We that's that not out. like low level humor at all, but titties. <laughs> We don't need that. Well, it's not like the Mummy franchise is particularly highbrow either. Like, it's yeah, right. And it's the actual name. It's not like the lady, w- like her name was Nefertiti, and they're changing it to Nefertiti to like be like tits. It's not even that. It's accurate. Yeah, yeah they're messing with historical accuracy over a titty, a, a potential titty joke mm-hmm. that wouldn't even cross my mind. I would just be like Nefertiti. Here she is. Somebody anyway. would have. Somebody would have definitely though like made titty Fair. jokes <laughs> yeah us but there's nothing wrong with that no no, no <laughs> also not that Aaron. <laughs> yeah people can make titty jokes and dick jokes all they want and sometimes it. that is just a whole show mm-hmm. okay <laughs> so anyway the rest of the retcon in this flashback is that nefertiri now Evie's character. It's so upsetting. I've like spent like yeah. a third of my life thinking that it was Nefertiti. <laughs> I, I specifically looked in the subtitles. It's rough. Ah. Okay, so she looks on and we find out that she watched the pharaoh get myrtleated from the first scene. And she's the one the that sent the magi mummy. people to like murder up everybody. Yes. But it's also kind of strange. Don't you think Imhotep in the first movie would have been like, you, I remember you. Right. Nefertiri. Yeah. But again, that's kind of like Rick's tattoo. Like, we just don't talk about it. Fair enough. It. Yeah. 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 Although, doesn't he get to make out with her at one point? Maybe that's why he didn't. He was like, I, I had a girlfriend back then, you know. <laughs> Wink. Uh, but now, I'm pretty single. So, Evie's having this vision, too. And it causes her to leap from the, the deck of the skyship. Yeah. I don't really know why. Because she doesn't jump off the balcony. Like, no. <laughs> she doesn't jump off the balcony. I don't really understand why. It's just so Rick could save her again. I guess. Yeah, I think it's because in her vision, she like leaned over the the actual balcony, and that's higher than the side of the dirigible boat. So she just boop, boop, you know? over. Yeah, so in, in the real life, she does fall over. But anyway, he does save her, and it's a nice... But also, like, when he's saving her, he's got her by the ankle, and then it's, like, looking down, and what they're flying over is the ocean with, like, ice. Where are they? I didn't even notice. You know what? When we go to Taiwan, we do fly over the, the Arctic, are, so... Yeah, sure, but are they going to Taiwan? <laughs> are they going from Egypt to other Egypt? Uh, yes. They could take a quick, just a popsies up to the Arctic. If, if they were like, we're on our way to other country where an ocean might be crossed, sure. If they were even on their way to England, I could get it. I think they were what going they south too because they're like, oh, we're out of Egypt now at some point. Like, and they're like, oh, this all used to be the whatever upper kingdom or whatever. So okay. maybe. I just but, didn't but, think they crossed any oceans or ice. Or ice. <laughs> the ice is really the thing that's fucking yeah, me up. Yeah. Because it yeah. could have been any body of water with waves. Yeah. But the ice. Listen, I didn't even notice. I didn't I'm even glad notice either. That I was... you did. <laughs> I love that you did. Okay, so now Ardith is like these visions and that tattoo. It all makes sense with your mm-hmm. that Magi mark. He's so enthusiastic about it too. He's so excited. Well, wait, wait, like, he's like, yes. Did we say that Mila kills herself and now oh, she's the old? Oh, yeah. is that happened now? She got soul yeah. soul replaced. 
Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she is really now got the old bad rep- end of this deal. She did all the work, spent a bunch of resources to get yeah. the mummy back, and then she gets job. murdered up and replaced by his ex girlfriend who sucks. Yes, yeah. who sucks. Sucks. Yeah. I bet she really regrets leaving that high power corporate job now, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, anyway. Um, all right. So, Ardith is like, so not only are you a reincarnation of Nefertiti, but this makes sense with O'Connell's. Magi Mark. And it's intergenerational because your son is wearing the bracelet. O'Connell. Three sides okay. of the pyramid. Yeah. Three sides of the pyramid. That's the F- not how many sides there are. No, nope, there are more. God. No. <laughs> <laughs> but not a triangle. It's a pyramid. Like, I didn't think about that until just I said it. And I'm like, wait. Damn oh my God. Arda, you're so pretty. Oh, but like, <laughs> you're so pretty. Oh, my God. Ardeth, get another face tattoo. I love them. <laughs> oh. What I was thinking was like, oh, yeah, it's common knowledge. The three sides of a pyramid are a princess, a protector of God, and like the one who gets the visions. Like, that doesn't even make sense. Even if there were three sides. Like, anyway, whatever. <laughs> I would really like him to make out with Rick, but everybody just says things if like that. I feel a like he kiss, would like I'd it too. Like, <laughs> I feel like yes. everyone would like it. I feel like you would like it. I feel like everyone would be happy. Yeah. Okay. So now Alex is building sandcastles to tell them about their next generation. This child is destined to scale sandcastles. (laughs) Perfectly squared. Perfectly. Like how? With his hands? Question mark? They're not getting blown away or anything. He's just. I think there are like palm trees in there too. (laughs) (laughs) There's windows. I mean, it's nuts. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we get a montage of several of them at yeah. this point. Yeah. I mean, this is why you should abandon your child in the Egypt section of the British Museum because it will come in handy someday. <laughs> Can you imagine if a normal child is like, shit, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it doesn't even have to be a child, like a full grown me. Yeah. I would be like, I don't remember. It projected a thing, it was deserty. The whoosh, the whoosh distracted me. I didn't. It, it only flashed for like a second. Like I don't. My memory's I'm not sorry. that good. Yeah, I can be on like the other side of town and not know where I am. Let alone like a whole different country with like. Maybe, maybe the thingy is helping him though. You know what my favorite part of all this is that every time they do the vision, all the adults chat around them, being like, "It's Karnak." And so what he could do is just write Karnak. <laughs> 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 Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Oh he's so smart, but he's so not. But he Wait, just likes is it possible <laughs> This child reads ancient Egyptian, but, but not the English. language he speaks. <laughs> yes, honestly, with Evie and Rick's parents, it's entirely possible. But he, but he also could write it down in ancient Egyptian and Evie would read it. He could just write something. <laughs> the stork, the stork. Oh, God. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, All right. So now we are getting close to well, the, the last one. On the last one, Imhotep catches him. Like when he's about to do mm, the thing, or yeah. somebody catches. Oh yeah! Then they stomp on it. And they like, do no. stomp hard. Yeah. Um, but they make it to like a canyon and special Imhotep waterfall is doing place. A, yeah, it's like a it's like a sensual bath. I do have <laughs> questions about the semantics <laughs> of this, but like, I'll speak after. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, go for it. Oh, just because well, no, like the whole thing, out. like because Imhotep's like. 
it's not the water. He does the water like he did the sandstorm, like rawr, like big face, and chases them. But like with how it ends up and how he chases them through the canyon and where they end up, they were ahead of them. Yeah, like because yep. he comes from behind, not in mm-hmm. front of before them, and mm-hmm. and so they were into uh, uh, somehow ahead of like where they should have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they didn't talk about getting lost or anything. No. Mm-mm. And and, right. and and they came from like a different direction because they would have come up on the right, but instead they're like in front on the left. Mm-hmm. So it's like a it's like a Y coming into the. It's like two forks, and they're going, and they are ahead. It's you know I didn't even think about that. You're right. And now they're like in a jungle. Is this like the oasis? It's the oasis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. But and they right. immediately know they're not like oh a jungle like oh this is definitely the oasis. It's like how. <laughs> I would be like, oh, a jungle. Like, oh, look. It seems like it wasn't it. that hard to get to, like, mm-hmm. from the last place, which was a known place. Like, mm-hmm. they just had to follow the canyon, and there's the oasis. Mm-hmm. So, you know. But fun. also, okay, so Emotep does do that big water face attack situation. And, yeah, yeah that's the one, Aaron. Lots of growly, gory um, stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dinosaur and sounds. The, the child thinks that all of them are dead because I I would think so too. Well, because he because he like the water falls down and they're like, cool, we made it. Hot thumbs up, Oasis. And then he's like, rawr, and like knocks him out of the sky. Yeah, and the dirigible is trashed. There's no more mm-hmm. dirigible left. It's gone, and I want that noted for the record. They also are out of gasoline, which was the way that that dirigible was powered. So. <laughs> You know, just there. Rick's like, good luck. Take care of it, Izzy. Pat, pat. Yeah, figure <laughs> it out. Figure it out. Do the science right here. No no supplies. But then my favorite part of this whole movie is after Emotep murders this child's parents. He does And uncle. Out like, his, just makes him a full-on, like. Complete orphan. Yeah. He just walks out of his sensual bath and gives him, like, a tiny noogie. Like, just the... <laughs> <laughs> the most affable They're their kid and keeps on. <laughs> and the most emotion this kid shows is oh. hates Noogie. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, like, he's not really upset about his family dying. It's more just like, ew, don't touch me, murderer. Yeah. That's it. It's pretty good. Yeah. It was just like it. sort of vague disgust. Like, like mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But, you know, he has a lot of trauma, so that's fine. I feel like he just has been disassociating this whole time because he, like... None of it makes sense otherwise. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Okay, okay wait. So now it's the so jungle also fight fi- time. No, 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 not yet. We we find out a very important thing about Ardith earlier in the movie that I forgot to tell listener about, and that is that he is a falconer, which oh, just yes. increases his hotness. To, he to loves the his birds so much, and it's so upsetting. Like, yeah, because now. right now, bad guard shoots the falcon, and I literally shouted, "Hedwig is dead." <laughs> <laughs> And he was so satisfied shooting him because he knew that, I feel like he knew that Ardeth, like, loved that bird. And he's like, I'm going to murder mm-hmm. what you love. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't hate it. <laughs> do yeah. Slight tangent. Please. A falconer is sexy in theory. Like a movie falconer. Okay. However, I did have a friend in law school that did date a real falconer. And Ooh. it was not sexy in real life. He was real weird. Was it, was so, it just, like, obsessive? Yeah, you just got to be really into being a falconer <laughs> if you're a falconer. So like, just, just, I'm not saying they're all weird, but maybe just take caution. 
to know better one of those better in fiction kind of things yeah to know that this man spends more time with birds than other humans (laughs) and what that might mean and birds are in particular are like it's not like a mammal where you're like oh they have feelings it's in a bird like dinosaur yeah (laughs) yeah no she thought he'd be cool because he was a falconer and that sounds cool but it was not (laughs) fair i'm glad we know that now yeah okay so now jungle fight Jonathan does see shrunken heads and I have no idea why do we know there's a lot of like weird like because I also had questions about like the different bodies that they're like oh the Roman legionnaires and the whatever the whatever and I'm like why were they what I thought this place was hard to find and yet everyone's been here Mm-hmm. Right. And 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 then Ardeth does say the thing about how the only way that you can kill Anubis's dog boys is to chop off their heads. But so I was like, maybe that had something to do with like the human shrunken heads in there. But then those dog boys just turn into sands again. But mm-hmm. I also have questions about that knowledge because they haven't been around for five thousand years since like the first time. Yeah. So, like how do you know that? I mean, I guess they were fighting, so they had some the of those Magi people had to know all. But yeah, there was some like I was like, I don't I have questions. I'm not I don't there was a lot. I just didn't understand. Why tiny mummies? Why mummies tiny in jungle fight scene? Are they mummies understand. or are they tree goblins? I don't understand <laughs> why mummies are tiny. Why so they, they could like tiny? mimic the Jurassic Park or what, whatever Jurassic movie yeah. scene ben- with the raptors and the the high mm-hmm. grass. I really yeah. feel like this movie was very influenced by Jurassic Park. Yes, the <laughs> Amber. Really so. Now this. Yes. Yes. Let me let me Google I'm... the timing of these things. Because <laughs> it was was it Jurassic the second one with the raptors and the high grass? It wasn't the first one, I don't think. No, that was yeah, that was definitely the Lost World. Okay. Okay. Ninety three is the original Jurassic Park, and this movie was two thousand one, right? Yes. No, was it? Wait. Oh yeah, because it's only it's two years later. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah. this movie, so The Lost World came out in 97. I really feel like they were inspired a little bit. I think so, yeah. too. Yeah. I'm just saying that Tree Goblins was my favorite thing that's maybe ever sprung at me in a movie. It just confused me so much. Why small? Who were they? Like, is it, isn't the idea that mummies were in life something? Yeah. Yeah, but that's well, the thing. They these weren't guys? mummies. They're, they're they were, not they animal. came out of the tree roots. They're they tree mummies? goblins. Do I have to repeat myself? <laughs> but they were like, <laughs> no, I feel like they're made of wood. Adjacent, weren't they? Right? They're definitely I'm mummy adjacent. On this one. They were mummy adjacent. They were mummy sure. magic. Definitely. They had mummy faces. Yeah. I just feel they like were they were twiggy. green mummies. They yeah. were twiggy, though. They were too. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I need to know the origin of the tree mummy goblins. It's just, I, mm, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, they were I also like really them. petty. There's this moment where a bunch of guys fall into quicksand and one of the tree goblins like gleefully just steps on all their heads, like bounces on all their heads to drown them faster. And I was like, tree goblins for life all the time. <laughs> get me one. Who's going to get me one? <laughs> I just feel like they spend so much time in this movie explaining so many things. And and this just ha- was Got nothing. Nope. Who, who nope. were they? Who are they? Where are they from? Who do they fight for? <laughs> what are they? Yeah, because like the whole myth- mythos around like the pyramid and stuff was like all Anubis, which, which is Egyptian, which would, there's no like, link up with the 
tree yeah. goblins. No, and they're they're like kind of like little guys, and they have like leaf crowns, which makes me think that the the movie is trying to tell us that this was like these were like quote unquote tribe people at some point yeah. in this jungle. Which well, they keep calling really them pygmies, which I'm Ooh, like, that's like not that shit. Like, I was like that that didn't age well. Yeah, oh, that went they, right they, over my head. But Ooh. they called them pygmy mummies. So yeah. I mean, the word pygmy is just like small, right? So yeah. is, are they just saying tiny mummies or are they trying to say like a, a tribe of some sort? Because that's not great. I just needed a little some kind of context. Are these, for... are these like mummies of indigenous people? That's, 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 what, what, that's what I was wondering. Oh, like, shit. But also well, they're also tiny. Yeah. So that do- doesn't make sense. Well, what, so then there's also all those shrunken heads. Maybe that has something to do with that. I'm a big confused now. Maybe maybe I'm less excited Listen, about Listen, we are goblins. somewhere between confused and offended, and we don't know. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't, don't know where know. we are. I am less and if they're just tree goblins, I know we're that. delighted and confused. Yes. It's just, it just, we don't know. We don't know. We, there's no, yeah. they over-explain literally everything else, but not this, so we just, there's no way to know. I'm seeing. Anyway, all right. Wow. So they do defeat them. Well, but before, before the, 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 the battle and stuff, like, it's, Rick's all nervous and like giving Evie gun advice, which you know oh, he's given yeah. her like forty-seven oh, million times, mm. and like just like showing her how to cock the rifle and like stop oh. pull. It's cute. Oh, it's and he's miss. like, and, oh man, he um yeah he coaches her on squeezing the trigger instead of pulling it, and then they do this big romance kiss that's like hot, and then in the fight she does save Rick by doing a big sniper on two of the guys over his shoulder. Boy. Yep. She's such a competence boner all the way yeah. around. Still, totally. So then <sighs> they do win, and then they're like, "Yay, we won! We'll just go home now." And then the child is like, "No, I've got to get to the pyramid before the light hits it, or I'll die." And they're like, "Oh, well, shit. this bracelet <laughs> will <laughs> eat me." Okay. Ah. Well, it was so only Rick- reprieve because then they're being chased, like because yes. they weren't. Yeah. Yes. So then the. Well, whatever they are, I'm going to keep calling them tree goblins because that's what I thought they were. The tree goblins <laughs> I feel like it's preferable coming... to the alternatives. Yeah, agreed. Um, the tree goblins come like en masse to now come for the family. And so, so you know what really? they remind me of is the, the baboons in the Tarzan movie, the Disney Tarzan movie. Like in that scene with the tree where he's got the dynamite. I don't remember that. Oh, no, see, I'm sorry. I imprinted on that movie. <laughs> but they like come in mass and like are chasing. Oh, it's it's a very similar. Uh, oh. But like more erotic because he's mostly naked. Anyways. <laughs> sorry, I mean, tangent. I hear that. I hear that. Um, okay. So Rick, finally. So he runs for way too long just holding the hand of that eight-year-old boy. Right. Rick. Pick that bitch up and get him to (laughs) that pyramid. He's big enough to piggyback? Do Mm -hmm. a piggyback on him. I just do want to know (sighs) that Brendan Fraser had broken his back in three places at some time in this movie. So it may have been the best (laughs) that they didn't make him pick up the kid for the whole time. This is true. Wowza. I wish they had gotten a stunt double to pick up that that kid and do the big run. I'm just wow. saying, if they were like, pick up that kid, and Brendan was like, you know what, guys, can we just do the handhold? I, I respect do that. A yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what? I'm with you, Aaron. I'm with you. Okay. So they get, they finally get in there. He's um, there. And then it's round two with Ardith and, um, and hot guard, yeah. hot mean guard, he, and he oh, he is boy. shirtless at this point. Oh yeah, yeah, he is, and he's glistening in the moonlight. 
there is a shine. It's because he worked up a sweat running after that kid to kill him. Oh my god, he wanted to chop off his arm so badly. It's time, right? They're like, bring me the bracelet, and he's like, I'm gonna bring you the bracelet. And the bet, like, yeah, he was very excited. Yeah, it's so good. Um, okay, so they Rick and the boy make it to that pyramid, and they make it just in the yes. nick of time. It's like boy victory, and yes. then it's like yes. And no, then, it's so not. Then Evie and Jonathan come up, and then stage fucking left out of I the mist, nowhere. It. I love how they he just walked past Jonathan like whatevs, and then knocks the moon just stab, just does a stab, and Such like a casual stab. It's oh my so God. great. No just emotion, care of nothing. Just yeah. some light murder. That's right. Oh, I love just a, it. a day in the life, you know. Yeah. Although wow. I, I totally like. I've seen this movie more than a few times. Did I cry <laughs> when Rick's like, "Tell me what to do," because she's the brains and she tells him what to do, and he doesn't know what to do without her. And like, and and he's like, "Get away, kid!" Like, <laughs> but, but also, yeah, he's like, "Oh, but what do like, I do?" Evie was such a moment. Die. Yeah. No, <sighs> he says, he says, "What do I do? What do I do?" And then she says, take care of Alex. I love you. And then just dies. dies. He says, sweetheart, no. Which yes. Is so, but also, like, I'm so sorry. I'm so, listen, I'm sorry. What are you going to do? Put pressure on that wound. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she just sitting there like, what do I do with my she's hands? She's cradling her head. And she's bleeding out from a torso wound. Yeah. <laughs> Give her a shot, Rick. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, just sit on her while you do this. Like, but then he'd have blood on his hands for the rest of the movie, and they couldn't have that. We shove don't have blood in this movie. <laughs> it's probably Sticky. better to shove a knee in there, to be honest. Oh, fair. Anyway. Oh, I didn't think of that. I just I feel like they don't spend a lot of time on like first date. It's a lot of like, we'll figure it out on the way down. Like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. They've got the book of life or whatever. It's fine. But Jonathan's version of comforting is like, like, I wish I mean, he's grieving, too, obviously. But like, she's gone on to a better place or something like he's. Yeah, he says gives no fucks that Evie's dead. Neither does that kid. Rick is the only one who cares. And Rick is like, take my son away. I do not want my son to be here to watch his mother bleed yeah. to death in this moment. Right. And yes. Jonathan takes him three feet away. Oh, yeah. Three feet away and just, like, camps out with him on the ground. They're, like, hugging yeah. their knees. Just casual. Like, and then after that, like, they're hauling around his mother's dead body. Like, oh, that, yeah. that kid has so much trauma. Like, <laughs> like wait. Oh, wait, so, okay. what happens is, Rick is, like, Take care of Alex. I have got shit to do because yes. he is going to go take revenge for his wife. And also, if he does not kill the Scorpion King, oh yeah, then the End whole the world's world. going to end too. I don't yeah. think he's thinking right. about that though. I no. really don't think he just wants no. to. But he doesn't want to murder but Nox in the Moon. He wants to murder the mummy. Which I'm like, to be fair, he did not stab your wife. That's <laughs> true. That walked on by. Yeah, he was just. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, he's a big mad. He's not logical yeah. right now. No, but that's then fair. Jonathan attempts to do this tiny comfort, and he's like, also, she's gone on to a better place, like the good book says. He's and like, then the, the kid's like, the book! He's like, wait, pick up my de- that corpse wait. right there. Oh, I have a thought. Please tell me everything. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Allegedly, she loves Emotep. Like, he loves Evie, right? Right. Right, so yeah. he's going to do to her exactly what she just did to him by killing her love. That's fair. That is fair. Oh. Carry on. Hot, Aaron. Look at Ooh. your brain go. Sometimes I like I vengeful Rick. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. I like it. Anyway, so the kid does encourage Jonathan to pick up the corpse of his mother and <laughs> carry her. And Jonathan is like, no questions asked. Sure. Sounds good. This yeah, seems like great. a great plan. Like, <laughs> Also, there's no way that man can carry the dead weight of Evie. No. No way. The live no way. weight of Evie, maybe. But the dead weight, hell no. Yeah. Anyway. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I was thinking, I was like, rigor mortis, I don't know the timeline on that. Like, I was having thoughts. That's a couple he, of hours He, like, later. strings her arm, like, flings it around the yeah. back of his neck. It's, she's not holding on. She's no. dead. Yeah. yeah. She's super dead. <laughs> okay, so Rick and Emotep do a big fight. And it Wait, is, but before, it is, before, oh, yeah, the, the, the museum curator person sticks the thing and he's like, I got the bracelet. <gasps> like, too little, too late, my dude. And immediately sticks his hand in the hole, like the glory hole of Egypt. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, like oh, yeah. hand in an Egypt hole in a tomb. Don't right. And everything was golden. And everyone's like, woo. And then he's like, yeah, it's too late, O'Connell. And then immediately gets all the flesh sucked off his freaking hand. That Scorpion King just nommed the shit out of that hand. That was well. What else is he supposed to do when you stick something through a glory hole? You're <laughs> gonna mean, nom it. You're gonna nom it. That's what a glory hole is. You gotta nom it right down. Oh my god. I mean, woo. That would have been worse if it would have been other appendage. He didn't even <laughs> yeah. hesitate either. He's like, there's a hole. I'm going to stick my whole arm in there. Yeah. yeah. Just, That's obviously know. what I have to do. That would be a puzzler for me if I was being mm-hmm. honest. But he's just like, no, instinct tells me must fill this <laughs> this glory hole. And that triggers like the rising of Anubis's army. But they're also zombified, which were they? I don't think they were originally. No, they there's weren't no originally. explanation there. It's fine. That It made me think that maybe that was the Scorpion King's army. The zombified one? That's now Or are that's they the now ones doggos? that are in hell? I don't really understand. I, I just, in my oh. head, I'm like, well, they'll be less zombified, like, when somebody takes control. Like, that was my headcanon. It's Fair Oh, enough. that makes okay. sense. Wait, 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 wait. So are they, are they human zombies or are no, they no, doggo the, zombies? No, no, it's the dog, the dog. Okay, good. Dog they are dog boys. Okay, yes. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> All right. I also, wait, wait. There was the moment where the kid encouraged Jonathan to pick up Evie and, like, go find the book of the dead or the living or whatever. He had his head down. Clearly, the director was like, kid, you can't cry. Just like put your head There's down no as much as you on can your face. and act like you're crying. And then the kid looks up and goes, the book. And just the most <laughs> driest, whitest face. It's like, could we not face. have just taken a dropper and just squirted yeah. it at this kid just or like thrown some rouge. blush on his face? <laughs> just oh, the God. path of a child. Just like the book mm-hmm. had no, no motion whatsoever. And he's super anyway, excited about stuff. reading ancient Egyptian. Oh, also, yes. I noted... Um, so before, because they have to go in like the chamber thing to fight the Scorpion King, and like Imhotep's yeah. like, um, he gets his powers taken away. He's just mostly human. So oh yeah, he's mortal to fight now. As a Which mortal. I was like, I don't feel like as a priest he had a lot of fighting skills, but you know what? I think mm-hmm. it's fine. But Anoxinamun's like, don't go, you're gonna die. Like no mm-hmm. faith whatsoever. Like yeah, just they doubting. Do a kiss though, like a very movie kiss, like a very just like put your mouth on somebody and uh-huh. move your head around kiss. Uh-huh. Yep. I, I didn't hate it. <laughs> I like a <laughs> movie kiss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, wait, and also in the erstwhile, Ardith's whole Magi army is fighting those dog boys. There are so mm-hmm. many Magi. What? Where did they start? Where have they been? Where have they been? Yeah. Where 
Where were they last movie? There was a legion of Magi. Yeah, more than like like, the 20 dudes he was running around with. Like, Yeah. They apparently have had multitudinous thousands of Magi. And just like, they've just been like on the couch eating chips. What's Mm -hmm. happening right now? They may have been like Rick who didn't know they were Magi. And they were just like, I just picked (laughs) up this tat in Cairo. (laughs) And then like, Chris had to tell them all like, hey. You're in my army. It's oh, time. Man, he'd be a terrible recruiter, too. <laughs> he would. Well, you know, it depends. Yeah, I mean, he's a bit of a honey trap. I get recruited you know? pretty quick. <laughs> that's true. If he's like, you you are one of the ancient magi, I'd be like, do I get to I hang am. out? Like, <laughs> sign me up. Yeah, yeah saying absolutely. I'm special. Okay. Yes. So then Jonathan has to fight Anoxuna Moon. Fist to cuffs and he calls her wench. My king. I'm not even mad about it. (laughs) No, I loved it. While translating ancient Egyptian to the kid who's trying to read the book to bring his mom back to life. Total callback to the fight with Evening and Oxenamon with Jonathan with the thing. Even down to like Mm -hmm. the character that he didn't know, like the stork, the bird thing. That's why he knows it so well now. (laughs) The only one he knows. He really does perk up and be like, I know that one. (laughs) Oh, it's good stuff. Okay, wait. So then they do resurrect Evie, and then she comes out with her Nefertiti uh, stabby Just, skills. Like, and she's like, Jonathan, she, get away. I gotta badass. kill this bitch. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just gonna it murder so, her up. Because she so gets her hot. away from Jonathan, because she's like, why don't you pick on somebody your own size? There's <laughs> knives. And like, oh, clang, yeah. clang. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's hot. so great. So now, here's my next question. But she, like, Monoxonoon runs, like, at the end of that. She's like, oh, God. Like, oh yeah, they're cowards. They're, her that's why runs. they lost. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. Okay, so when when this when Emotep enters the place, he loses all his powers and he becomes mortal. Sure. Which I feel like is a bit like an extra big disadvantage slash is Anubis cheating because when the Scorpion King is resurrected, he has extra powers because he is a Scorpion Centaur. Yeah, and he's got extra clippers because he's got hand oh. clippers and clipper clippers. Yeah. Also, there's a pit to hell that nobody even like, or Egyptian hell, I yeah. guess, that nobody like talks about. It just yeah, they just opens herbs, up herbs, and just, herbs. Yeah, over that hell or that that underworld. I do or feel like Anubis cheating shouldn't be like that big of a surprise though. Like Fair. I feel like God's yeah. cheating. That's how it goes. Fair. Yeah. I mean, so now they have to fight the Scorpion King, and he comes after Emotep, and Emotep is like, well, I, I must protect you. Runs no. away. No, no, ma'ams, excuse me. I'm sorry, you let us talk about this scorpion. You're right. This is the smoothest computer generated face. He looks like a Barbie. (laughs) This is is like late 90s doom level animation on this face. But also like in a funhouse mirror. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's it's like waxy like yeah it's because they spent all the cgi on literally everything else in the movie like even imhotep's face in the water had more characterization than the rock's face as the scorpion king why didn't yeah the rock in a suit or like not make him a why do you even have to be a scorpion right yeah yeah have him come out all glistening with the thing and like a some swingy stuff like it would have been great they could have put scorpion hands on. Like, if they were going to animate something, they could have right. animated something on the rock. Like, throw a tail on the guy or right. something. Or just maybe make him, like, um, like Aquaman now, except he can he can tell the scorpions to do everything. Mm-hmm. Like, he comes Ooh, out and, like, no. a yeah. whole army of scorpions comes out, too. Yeah. Literal I'm scorpion sorry, king. But, yeah, I, I know. 
It's scary, it was a weird honestly. choice. It was very. And I feel like very his eyes like move around on his face a little bit as he tries to move around the room. <laughs> I read that the graphics for this movie weren't done until about a week before it was literally released in theaters. Oh my god! Oh my god. And I'm I just can't imagine like the the four guys that were work or gals that were working on this thing. There were so like, many red burning bulls. the midnight oil, just being like must make look like rock. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> staying up every all night and then just being like it's ready it's fine <laughs> good enough good this enough is, this is as good as it's gonna well, get at one point, this scorpion does turn around and, and give the eyebrow directly to the camera yeah <laughs> you know what you're it. right i yeah he definitely does that i love it so hard okay so ardith and, Ma- and the magi defeat the army but then there's an even bigger army that comes out of off the next hill right and there's like 10 magi left like <laughs> Yeah. The whole army's gone. It's, it's him and like rough. a line of people. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be rough. Um, meanwhile, when the Scorpion King goes after Emotep, he's like, I'm here because I support you, but that guy over there is trying to kill you. So then, what's his name? Has to do all the fighty times. Rick has to fight the Scorpion King. And get King, thrown around mostly. and get his back broken like six times. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Poor guy. So then he sees the tattoo on the wall on an Egyptian dude on the wall. And then, like, see- <laughs> while running for his life, while running for okay. his life, I thought this was comedy gold. That he sees a guy with the tattoo, and then a guy with with the gold scepter that Jonathan's carrying around all the time, and then somebody opening the scepter and pulling out a spear, and then it's, somebody it's throwing that spear like a graphic at the novel on the wall. <laughs> A how-to okay. manual. It's a how-to yes. manual. In graphic novel form. He's like, I'm a believer now. <laughs> I, I yeah. believe that this was faded. That that's the point where he decides to be a believer is like, Rick. Hilarious. My dude. Hilarious. I think he was yeah. saying he's a believer that he's like one of these dudes that's like faded to do so. Like that he's in the story. Yeah. You know, he's yeah, I fair. think he believes in mummies. I would have <laughs> <know. laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, so... All right. So then, uh, the spear, the scepter, the thing that um, Jonathan's been carrying around. Jonathan is and the kids spear. show up despite, despite being told like forty-seven million times. Oh no, Evie did tell him to go help Rick. She did say that, so that's her fault. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Okay, well, a parent did direct them into danger, but yes, they show up after Rick's like, "Keep my kid safe," and yet here his yeah. kid is in yep. danger again and so it's like it's a spear and it's like a whole thing that they them trying to get that thing open was hilarious honestly i'm yes. surprised they didn't like poke like aim it at their face and like oh my god it's so funny um but we find out in this moment that like jonathan did a little track and field i <laughs> right? i didn't know that on it i did not know that about jonathan him. almost killed the scorpion king like yeah if if imotep had not jumped in front and grabbed that spear which in a, a flashy move that i approved of Jonathan would have stabby stabbed him. Oh like, yeah, Jonathan does this perfect spear throw. Wow, he javelins it right. The writers up. just did the same thing twice. It was like Jonathan throws it and Imhotep catches it, and then they're like, "Okay, now what should happen? What do we do now?" Imhotep throws it, but then Rick, <laughs> but then Rick it. catches it once again. <laughs> we, in the same move, he's got that move. He's got his move, and he does it. Yeah, and he does it well, and he jumps right in the nick of time. It's the, yeah, like, it's like the flying four times slide in this movie. Move. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so then so now, he does kill that Scorpion King. But then, this is, I have to talk about this. So please. Rick does kill the Scorpion King. He stabs him yeah. up through the chest and then is hanging, nearly falling into fictional Egyptian hell. On a yes, slick backwards. spear with nothing to hold it into the body of the Scorpion King. 
Right. Yeah. Well, I feel like the only thing keeping him there is the weight of the scorpion body on his centaur body. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's just a counterweight at this point, the scorpion tail. That's not what I'm here to make fun of. What I'm here to make fun of is Rick stabs him through, and then Emotep comes from stage left, slides in on his knees like a rock star, and just goes, ah! <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's the weirdest reaction, and it's like, too late like because we get the stab and then we get like a clip to rick and a clip to you know the animated rock and then a, the, and then a wide shot showing the counterbalancing of the situation and then ah it's so you know strange. what okay here's the thing there was a girl on my volleyball team in high school no and anytime she <laughs> anytime she was on the court it did not matter what happened if somebody spiked it over and another person like went to went to dig and and get it up she would like she would just like cross <laughs> she would leave her position cross the court and then get there like three seconds too late doing the same thing Emotep did. So it, I, I really saw it, you know? <laughs> He's just got she real bad timing. Like, I got it. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you I'm don't. Gonna, I'm going to take a video of it and send it to you guys. It was, it was really nuts. Please. <laughs> it's so good. So then the scorpion boy falls into the hell pit. And then you've got yes. Emotep and Rick. They're just, they're both just hanging on. With no pressure whatsoever on their hands or arms. Just like clearly standing on some kind of platform. <laughs> yeah. Just, just like, just kind of there. And then Rick yells at Evie, get out of here. No. No one knows where the kid is. Nope. No one Nobody, cares. No one is worried about him. Nope. Knock him. Nope. Evie, get out of here. You're the love of my life. No. And then she runs. Evie's like, let's make this kid an orphan for real this time. Like, yes. she's <laughs> Let's do it. How far is Evie from Rick? So far. So like, far. How a football she, field. They at least. even hear each other in this crumbling cavern. It was nuts. <laughs> and then she goes and she does help Rick, but not Emotep. <laughs> no. Sitting there looking then, over like, and he looks at him and it's like, you can see him be like, that's what love is. And then he's like, yeah, and then, Suna Moon, help me. And she's like, bye. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I gotta go. And so she runs the hell out of that tomb. I'm just saying, I feel like Mila would have helped him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mila left her life in Cairo as as a computer saleswoman. <laughs> yeah. In 1933. As a as a cobbler. Yeah. I don't know what people did. Listen. She wore pantsuits. That's all that matters. <laughs> as a train <laughs> conductor in 1933 right. in Cairo. She had a career and she left everything for this man. This bitch? Mm-hmm. Look, Coward. she's just looking for a ticket out. That's all she's ever looking for. It's true. That's fine. She yep. gets her just reward because she goes, tippy tip tips and falls into a river of scarabs <sighs> for that was there for no reason whatsoever. But it's fine. Yeah. Well, it's Where the same ones that Mr. Um, a museum British museum curator? now the tiny skeleton hand. Oh, Remember and we forgot he got ripped he, in half. Yeah, he did. He did get. Because he just wandered it. in like, <laughs> sir, like there's a cinematic eight. fight scene going on right now. What are you? Yeah. Like, no. Where okay, did you come from? <laughs> no, it's, it's true. It's also very similar to The Lost World when Toby Ziegler gets ripped in half. Do you recall? Anyway. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were really uh, into The Lost World in this movie. <laughs> they were. <laughs> yeah. So the the museum man, when he went into that thing, he scared off all those scarabs with his, with his oh, bracelet. Those I were those about scarabs, that. Okay, okay. I think. 
Oh, you know what? It, it checks out. <laughs> anyway, yeah. she gets chomped by those beetle boys and she's done. And then yep. um, they get outside of that pyramid and all of the small mummies, forest goblin boys, do get yep. sucked into it. Like the entire oasis, insane. which I'm like, so is the oasis there all the time or does it randomly get sucked in or does it only get sucked in when like the thing, when they kill the I scorpion? I think when the scorpion king is like for real dead foreverzies, when like the spear hits the scorpion king. Oasis disappears because Curse and Bargain are gone. That, which is interesting because if they were like, yeah, I want Anubis's army, it's like, well, good luck getting out of here alive to enjoy that army. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Also that. How is that supposed to work? Anubis? <laughs> I mean, he's tricky. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anubis is kind of a shit guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bad dog. <laughs> okay. So they're running and running and running because they've got to get away from this oasis that is like, that's like collapsing and flushing down. Yeah. Yeah. So they like climb the pyramid, but then they're like, oh, we're all going to die together. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, a dirigible pops out of nowhere. And Izzy. Izzy. Izzy's like, hey guys, jump in. You need a ride? I'm here. Like the fact that not only he repaired this thing, but also got it in the air before the oasis started getting sucked in. And yeah. we're just hovering like, you know what? Izzy deserves a gold star. Well done, sir. He does. He does. Oh, yeah. He's a good Anyone friend, that Izzy. Get, deserves a gold star? Ardith, yeah. who is now apparently the only one left of his whole army, just like yeah. the Scorpion King. And he's just down there on his horse in the middle of fucking nowhere in the desert. And <laughs> just the like- oasis got sucked in. I don't know when he's going to drink ever again. Right. <laughs> this is the spot where the Scorpion King like was thirsted to death, you know? Oh, yeah. But judging by how close to the river they were, the Scorpion King was, like, almost okay. Like, if he had just gone <laughs> a little bit further, he would oh, have found that river, river and been okay. Was part of it. Is the river oh. not part of it? I don't know. I have no idea. I explained that to myself by telling okay. me that the river was part of the oasis. I mean, but I kind of do like that the river was, like, that close and he sold his soul to Anubis. <laughs> <laughs> After all of his army died. Like, yeah. yeah. He could have done it four days before and been much right. better off but right. instead yeah that poor guy that rolled down the dune he could have been helped about you know 10 <laughs> minutes earlier <laughs> oh my god okay, okay so they get popped out of that dirigible into the dirigible and jonathan jonathan grabs a diamond off the he's top looking of out pyramid. for the financial future of that family like he's like no he we went through a lot of trauma that kid's gonna need therapy this is how we're gonna yeah. pay for it like with yeah, this giant absolutely. diamond bigger than his head. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's not what he was thinking about at all. He was just like, shiny! And they just kind of like wave to Artif. Yeah. That's like all he gets is like kind of like a, huh, thanks a lot. It's like, yeah. thanks for your whole army dying for us. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, you got your horse. We can't bring your horse along, so bye. No, sorry. <laughs> like, him bye, and Rick Artif. are the only magi left now. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rick and Eve, you're making out again immediately. Not like, yeah. hey, kid, you okay? How you feeling about it? Nope. No. Just tongue down There's- each other's throats. There's no kids, no goals at all, and I supported it. You and me too. Yeah. Good work, Rick and Evie. Gold stars all around. Ten points to Gryffindor or whatever. It's good stuff. Yes. And that's why the third one doesn't work is because, well, it doesn't have Rachel Vice. Yeah, Rachel Vice isn't in there. But also, it's a little too real with like, you traumatized me as a child. I'm like, no, I don't want any consequences. I only want... <laughs> Aww. So... Oh. That makes sense. In the trivia, it said that Rachel Vice wanted to do the third one, but it was like they started filming like three days after she gave birth. 
Oh, they should have held out travel and do it. Yeah. Oh, How dare they? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I might have liked that movie if she was in it. Maybe. I don't know. I never saw it. I saw it once, but I could not tell you anything about it except Jet Li is the mummy. I think. Wait, Jet Li what? was the mummy? Oh, I think. I feel, yes. Wait, Jet Li is in the third mummy film? <laughs> and there's also Yetis. Wait, what? What? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm almost 100% sure that I did not ask a dream. Oh, I did not ask a dream. That, it's but like, called... <laughs> no, Michael and I were joking about it yesterday because it's like the mummy and the dragon dynasty Emperor of something, something or, or other. The dragon yeah. emperor. Okay, wait. So my other question is because I actually have Jet Li is a mummy. One. He's the dragon emperor. <laughs> yep. Anyway. All right. Um, <laughs> do they just say evie perished or do they get a new actress for evie they get a new actress for evie oh no how dare they honestly why yeah. would they think that would work it wouldn't their chemistry is beyond like yeah. replication oh my god i can't <laughs> believe they're not married in real life honestly right? these two wow <sighs> it's maria bello that's strange. What a choice. I just remember being really irritated with it. I, I honestly don't remember much about that movie except like Jet Li Yetis being irritated with Alex. So nice. Yeah. I think that about sums it up, probably. Yeah, you know. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks that's for coming to do the mummy with us. Yes, thank you yeah. for inviting me. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you for Neon Gods. Thank oh you so gosh. much. Thank you for Neon Gods. <laughs> um, do you I know you always have more in the pipeline do you have anything else to promote because you've got Abel and Broderick out right now yes and oh and watch yeah. Katie's TikToks oh god yeah oh my god you're so TikTok good on TikTok makes me so anxious but I'm like addicted to it but like being able to see how many people can like view your stuff is like I don't really want to be perceived on that level but yet here I am doing it so here's the thing I just had this conversation with somebody author TikTok is fairly awkward as a as a thing because it's like you know it's like a you know we're good in written mediums versus visual mediums yeah totally but yours are not awkward and it's very rare to have an author tiktok that is entertaining and not like cringy and you're doing a really good job at being very funny and very charismatic on tiktok it's it's probably because i spent the entire last year just like nomming tiktok content so i'm like oh this is how you do it. Like they're so clever. We're doing people here. are so clever on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just mimic, which is good because that's what TikTok is. It's like, oh, take this thing and do it exactly the same but slightly different, and <laughs> it's a trend. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yours are great. Me. So, Thank what's you. your thing? What's your thingamajigger? Uh, it. Oh, that's a good question. Hold. On. <laughs> <laughs> I think here, it's. Let me find it. I follow you. I think it's author Katie Robert. I think, I think you're so right. too. Yeah, it's uh well because like I people have been talking about my books on TikTok and which is amazing, but also again anxiety inducing because i'm like oh but i just don't feel like it's not a platform that you can self-promote very well and i don't really that's not my jam anyways mm-hmm, and so i was like right. well i'm making money because people are talking about my books i would love to make other people money and so that's what i try to like talk about books that i'm really enjoying or whatever i haven't been reading a ton lately so that's kind of like a challenge but like yeah so i try to like geek out and that seems to be going well, well um it's yeah great. no i I love it. It's it's really fun. And you've you've helped my TBR. Well, helped is not really the right way to put it. Someone's like, every time I see your pink hair come up, I know that I'm about to spend money. And I was like, you know, honestly, <laughs> that is the highest of compliments that you trust my recommendations yeah. that much. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But also buy so these books. So what else is out um, book-wise? Oh. Um, you were starting to say when I interrupted you. Uh, let's see. So this will be ju- So like the next one will be Cohen, which is Sabine Valley number three. 
which is going to be a big old mess. I'm very excited about it because it's like yeah. it's it's a menage with two dudes and a lady. And she's like the innocent one. And they're like the hardened criminal types. Yeah. And, and so it's going to be like morality chain. And but also like, uh, I don't know how to hold you because you're so fragile. And she's not that fragile. It's it's going to be great. I'm really excited about oh, it. Oh, yay. Cool. And then you like 45 other titles. <laughs> like I, I just. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how you do these multiple series at one time. Like your brain is just fascinating to me. Yeah. I just I can't write more than one book or two books in a series without like in a row without burning out. So I try mm. juggling multiple oh. genres and stuff. And like the, um, like the taboo books serve as a really great palate cleanser because I don't have to think about them too hard. Cause they're just yeah. boning. And <laughs> it's good. And, oh, and I am going to start my monster romance series before the end of this year, probably um, the covers, the first cover I, the artist who's doing, who did Hades and Persephone for like my yeah. pre-order campaign is doing, the covers like an old school <gasps> Fabio style, oh, like the yes. oil painted like clench covers, but with like a monster. <laughs> ah! so- I was just saying to somebody, I would love ah. for those oil paintings to come back for contemporaries, like the same but like jeans, you yeah, know, like the, yeah, the same yeah. thing but just d- modern outfits. But monsters is, is even better. It's so great. That's it's so great. It's so self indulgent, but like, I'm not even sorry. I'm like, oh, I'm doing oh, this. Wait. And like, I oh. talked to the artist and she's like, this is amazing. And then I have the, and this all comes full circle, weirdly enough. But the person who designed the covers for the O'Malley's is like, hey, I would love to work with you on this. So she's going to do the design aspects of like, once I have the art for the monster romance. So it's, yeah, those O'Malley covers are fantastic too. Oh, and they're just yeah, they're so classic. Like, mm-hmm. but and then there will be an O'Malley second generation series. Yeah, uh, end of next year. And so there's like, where we like at least forty of those, right? Because like each yeah. one Irish of those Catholics. Has, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's you kids. I actually made a family tree because I because I've been doing Patreon shorts like check-ins with them periodically, and I'm mm-hmm. like these people keep having kids. Like, oh my god, I and I'm not a great detail person, so I was like, I need to make a family tree. And then I just ended up adding more babies. And so there's like uh, 13. Whoa. No. Well, if you need to hire me like the kid in The Mummy Returns yeah. <laughs> to consult <laughs> <laughs> your own series. I may have to. Because somebody like I, I did a check in with Teague and like his teenage daughter because I had this scene in my head of him. Because like, he's a crazy, he's a nut job. And ha- him having a teenage daughter that's like, dad, my teacher's being mean to me. Like he's a, he's a crazy person. Um, and so I wrote it and... Somebody in my Patreon who apparently is really into details is like, well, where's the other kid? And I was like, they only have two. <laughs> and she's like, no, in Patreon short, whatever, whatever, in place, 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 Callie was pregnant again. I was like, shit. <laughs> You're right. Good I to think know. That kid was at soccer practice. Don't ask me questions. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, also, I'm adding that to the family tree. Yeah. So thankfully, um, yeah, but we're going to fast forward like enough time that they're all adults and. It's going to be something to revisit. I'm excited. That's really exciting. (laughs) All right. right. Do we have lady loves? Oh, no. I've already burned two today. I know. Same. (laughs) Let me look around the room and see if I love anything. (laughs) Oh, I have a lady love. That is, it's either called Seener or Screener.com. I don't really remember which one it is. I'll put it in the show notes is what I'll do. It's, um, it's like, I don't know if it popped up in the pandemic or what, but I actually watched this movie with Ashley and Kim over like a live chat situation. And it was so much fun because we got to we got to like hear each other and the movie. It was so fun. So Scener, you can have like actual movie parties 
and it connects with any service. So it's, you know, like you can do it on Hulu, but if you don't have Hulu, then, you know, well, you're screwed. It can do any of them. It's That's really great. fun. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Katie, do you have anything? Yes. <gasps> I, I, I did come prepared. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I was going to do a different one, but I took a nap today and um, the Calm app, the sleep stories, mm. I've, I'm freaking addicted to them. Like, like to the point where if I'm feeling stressed out, I just put one on and like go sit in my hammock and listen to it and just learn stuff like that. If you were an a author, a writer, you could like, get free pass on the uh, some ship somewhere like the that went across the Atlantic mm-hmm. that they're like, oh, they just like let authors if they like come like write about the ship. And I was like, or the Queen Mary, maybe. Whoa. But um. But yeah, so I'm like learning a lot. I, I'm, and then they put me to sleep, which mm-hmm. I would not have thought because I don't like talking. Like I can't sleep with the TV on. But yeah, these things. And so I really like. Nope, I can't remember their names. Two dudes. Two dudes with very deep, lovely voices. Killian Murphy also has a sleep story, which is pretty great on there too. Okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, highly recommend. It, it lowers your blood pressure immediately. So it's the Calm app, and there are it's like a subset of Calm that is sleep stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all about 30 minutes long and they just like narrate like like we're going to go to the mirror forest and like talk about the redwoods and like you're walking through here and you look at this tree and you see this and you feel this or like whatever and like or like the one I just listened to today was like some islands in the Norwegian or Norway that artists and authors like go to like the lights really cool there or something. I don't know. I fell asleep halfway through. <laughs> um, Perfect. But yeah, but it's just like it's like you're at this cabin and there's like the like windows and through each window you see this thing and it's just like it's so That's weird but it cool. is so like soothing and amazing and, and a lot of I actors do them like it i feel like yeah. i get i get notices of like new person doing sleep app a lot idris elba did one but he's too distracting i can't uh, that's listen. he doesn't he doesn't put me to that's sleep too much <laughs> hot. that's too but hot maybe it's still worth a listen <laughs> right right i mean yes yeah, for maybe different purposes um, all right so you can find Katie on all the places, mostly at Katie Robert, right? Or at yeah, 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 Katie or Katie underscore Robert. Like it's, I can, it's some variation. I'll of put that. all Katie's socials in the the show notes as well. And then we're on all the places. You know where to find us. So keep being a badass. Oh no, <sighs> and love yourself as much as you love neglecting your child. Neglecting <laughs> your child and making, out, making with out with your hot, hot, hot partner. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's a good choice all around, I think. <laughs> yep. Yes. <laughs> all right. All right. Thank you so much, Katie. Thank we you love so you. much. Thank Two you. pieces. Oh. Right, this is so much fun. Bye. Yay. Bye. <laughs> Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes, we are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show.